I have a quick question for you. When I say the phrase using marketing data, do you get just a, a little scared? Do you want to kind of turn off this podcast right now and not think about it? Hey, I totally get it. I may be a coder, like I write programming languages, but my natural skill set is actually heavily creative, not logic. I joke to my accountant mom all of the time that I don't understand why she actually likes her job. But something she said to me a few times over the years holds true for marketing data too. Numbers tell a story. You're listening to the Captain Coder Podcast. Each week, I take you through actionable strategies that can help you grow your online business. I'm your host, Marisa Vanskyver, aka Captain Coder. I've got kind of a hard truth for you. If you want to know whether or not your marketing is working for you to actually grow your business, the only way to really know this answer is by examining your data. Now, the huge advantage to digital marketing is that we have an incredible amount of data for everything we do. The overwhelming part of digital marketing is that we can get an incredible amount of data for everything we do. (laughs) It's really a double-edged sword. You see, when a digital marketing platform meets a customer, they create a bit of information about that interaction. Creepy start of a metaphor aside, One of the most common questions I get from clients is wanting to know where we're actually going to pull this data from. So let's break it down just a little bit. First is websites. Um, Obviously, that's my favorite. So are we shocked that I'm starting there? When we talk about your website data, the most common tool is Google Analytics. It's a completely free tool. And Google Analytics is incredibly powerful. And they just rolled out an update over the last few months that has given us so much more information with GA4. Now, it can give us all sorts of insights into not only how many people visit your website, which is important, but what they do when they get there, whether they've made a purchase or even if they didn't find anything valuable. Now, with social media, on the other hand, most social media sites, i.e. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, have their own built-in analytics. There is a spot in all of your accounts where you can go and see how your marketing is doing on each platform. That can get a little overwhelming because you have to log into each one to find your data, right? But here's this trick. If you're already using a tool to schedule your social media, like say Later or Agorapulse, they'll pull that nifty data into the tool for you. And then you can cross compare all of your platforms instead of having to log into each one to get this information. Now with email marketing, your email service provider is going to have the information for you there. So whether you use say ConvertKit, MailChimp or Keep, they'll be able to show you things like open rates, click rates, and delivery rates. That is one where you're probably going to have to log in to that platform to get that information. Now, one thing to keep in mind, this is where our lives as marketers have been very fun over the last few years as things have changed pretty drastically. There have been certain laws passed in different countries and areas of the world that limit our ability to see 
all the data we might want. The EU and Australia, for instance, have far stricter regulations that control what data we can collect and how we can use it. Now, Apple has also made some updates to their own email apps, for instance, that can affect getting the full picture on our email marketing. But, deep breath here, just because we may not get 100% of our data like we used to be able to, doesn't mean that the data we're getting isn't still incredibly valuable to our business. So I have seen some people kind of doom and gloom some of these privacy policies, but honestly, if our customers feel better and we're still able to get some information about how our marketing is doing, that's what matters. People have a right to protect their privacy. Most people don't care and they're happy to share, or they don't understand when they're asked if they want to be able to be tracked outside of this app on their iPhone anyway. So So now that we know where we can get marketing data we want to use, what what do we actually need to pay attention to? There is so much out there that we can tap into, but that doesn't necessarily know that we need to know all of it, all of the time. And this is what's going to help a lot of your overwhelm and trying to and make it a little easier for you to um, not get so caught up in your data and your analytics. Let's make some decisions before we go crazy diving into these numbers. Now, the first step, the data you want to collect and pay attention to needs to align with your business's goals. Okay, this may sound simple, but what I see a lot of people doing is grabbing data for data's sake and paying attention to these analytics that have nothing to do with what they're trying to do in their business right now. So for instance, if you're not really putting your emphasis on LinkedIn right now, you probably don't need to worry about tracking that. If you're not sending a ton of emails to your list, if you're just kind of maintaining it or not using it at all, you may be able to take a break from gathering that information. Now, if you're actively trying to get more people to your blog and listen to your podcast, for instance, then you may need to track not only your blog website information or your podcast listenership, but the places that you're promoting that content to bring people to that content. Does that make sense? So your goals and what you're trying to achieve in your business right now are what drive you what you need to actually get and track in your business. Almost any platform. So for those of you who are sitting here going, but wait, what if I really want to like do something with LinkedIn in six months and I just don't want to miss out on all of this information. Look, almost any platform you use will have historical data that you can access. Just because you don't need LinkedIn analytics right now doesn't mean you can't access it later when you need it. I have clients all of the time who tell me, well, you know, I don't really need to track my website analytics, which that's a whole different discussion and rant. But I always tell them, look, we're going to install Google Analytics because the worst case scenario is that in two years, when someone comes along and you're trying to really do something with your website, you have that information available for them to make those decisions 
based on historical trends. Just because you're not tracking it right now doesn't mean you don't need to be set up to get that information when you want it later. So our next kind of obvious step after that discussion is you need to drill down to the platforms you actively use. What platforms do you actually need to be tracking those analytics for? Now, I'd always say you should pay attention to your website. That is your web marketing's foundational piece. Even if you don't know what numbers you're copying down, copy down some numbers and keep track of that. Like I said, have Google Analytics installed at the base. Like if nothing else, just just throw a code on there. It's it's actually not that hard, but believe me, I can help you. Um, send me a DM on Instagram at Captain Coder. Like I will install Google Analytics for you. <laughs> no charge, free. This might come back to bite me in the butt in like two years, but I will install Google Analytics for you. I think it's that important. Now, but you need to pay attention. Okay, <laughs> mini rant aside, you just need to pay attention to your most important marketing outlets i.e. Instagram, email, and your podcast listenership. So if you're really trying to grow your Instagram, if you're really trying to grow your email list, and you're really trying to grow people listening to your podcast, that's what you track. Maybe you're cross-posting posts to Facebook and LinkedIn. Maybe you're doing just a little bit on playing around on TikTok. If those aren't a key component to what you're trying to do right now, if they're not the main things driving sales in your business you don't necessarily need to focus on those at this point in time. Just keep in mind that you might want that data later down the road. Now, I want you to write out your five platforms, your top five platforms, and just make a plan, which we'll get to here in a second, to start just collecting that information you need. Even if you don't totally understand what every metric means that you're writing down doesn't mean that watching it and seeing if it grows and has a positive impact on your business can't help you. Was that too many double negatives? Probably. Okay, I want to make a quick note here. We need to also remember to think outside the data box. Analytics important to your business might not be just the standard ones you're thinking of as you're listening to me talk. For instance, some things we track in my own business include the number of appointments that are set through my scheduling system, the total revenue for the month, overall profit, things like that. Um, I even track like what my recurring revenue is, how many people are on so many projects, that kind of thing. If you use a phone line and you want phone calls, like unlike me, you actually want people to pick up the phone and call you. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible business thing. Look, I, the phone is not my favorite thing, okay? But if you actually want people to pick up the phone call, pick up the phone and call you, you may want to track the phone calls you're getting each day. Because if those increase, that may increase your sales. See what I mean? Not all data is a straight line. This is where most people get this wrong. Not all data is going to be a straight line. You have to kind of dissect it and put the story together. It's just what's important to you and your business. Now, if you do nothing else today, I want you to set aside, say, 30 minutes and open up a Google Sheets or an Excel spreadsheet if you're a heathen and you use Microsoft apps still. Just kidding, just kidding. 
and create five tabs in that spreadsheet. One for each of the most important platforms of your for your business. So website should be one. <laughs> that is not an option. Please don't DM me and tell me that you <laughs> chose not to put website as your top five platform. But like, say for instance, your website, your Instagram, your uh, Facebook, if that's something that's important to your business, um, your email list, and maybe your overall profit. That's, that comes out of QuickBooks or HoneyBook or whatever it is you're using to build clients. Now, start tracking. Today, sit down and write the number because it's November 29th. This is the perfect time to write down the numbers for November. Start tracking the most basic numbers every month. Number of followers, number of website visitors, engagement rates, which Fun fact, you can get engagement rates and out of Google Analytics now too, not just social media platforms, shares, things like that. Write down the big numbers that the social media platform, that Google Analytics, they're highlighting on their main dashboard. Just write it down. Put it in your spreadsheet. Make it nice with the columns on top so you know exactly what you're writing down, of course. And that's even if you have no idea what these actually mean. I promise this will help you. Taking some time each month to devote to understanding your numbers can go a long way in your business. Here's the thing um, (laughs) that I have literally saved the best part for last and where I hope this all clicks in. At the end of the day, knowing your numbers, even on a most basic level, will go a long way to helping you to make your marketing so much more effective and easier on you. When you know your numbers, even on a basic level, you'll be able to put the effort into those things that are working and it will work exponentially because you're putting effort there where it's actually moving the needle. And it'll help you change up those things that just aren't working for you. In fact, Knowing your numbers is the most effective way to streamline your entire marketing workflow and save you tons of time in your business while still helping it grow. It just takes a little time and effort and maybe a helpful person that can help you make sense of it all. Go to cappedcoder.com if you uh, were confused about who I meant. But in all seriousness, If you go make your spreadsheet today, and if you start tracking your numbers, I want you to DM me and tell you that, tell me that you did it. I want to know that you're tracking your numbers and putting in the effort, and I will be here to cheer you on every step of the way. Thank you all for tuning into our show this week. To catch more Captain Coder, you can subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app. Now, if you have any questions or you want to learn more about digital marketing and how it can help grow your online business, follow us on Instagram at Captain Coder or visit us online at CaptainCoder.com. Can't wait to talk to you all again next week.